ഹമസലീൻ സല്ലാഹുമ്മ വസല്ലം വബാരിക്ക അലഹദനബിയമീൻ വലഅലിഹി വസഹാബത്തിമീൻ അമ്മാബാദ് ജമാത്തു മുസ്ലിമീൻ അസ്സാം വലൈക്കും വറഹമത്തുല്ലാഹി വബർക്കാത്തു ഖാലുല്ലാ വബാരക്ക വല ഫി കിതാബിഹിൽ അസീസ് ബാദൗസു ബില്ലാഹി മിനഷൈത്തോനിറജീം بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل يا ايها الكافرون لا اعبد ما تعبدون ولا انتم عابدون ما اعبد ولا انا عابد ما عبدتم ولا انتم عابدون ما اعبد لكم دينكم ولي الدين Kafirun, very famous chapter from the Holy Quran. Nuzul, the context in which it was revealed, is that the Kuffar Quraysh came to our beloved Prophet Muhammad and said, We tell you what, you worship our gods for a year, and we will worship your god for a year and so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to our beloved prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam qul say o muhammad in answer to that ya ayyuhal kafirun o those of you who disbelieve la a'budu ma ta'budun i do not worship what you worship wala antum a'abiduna ma a'budu and no do you worship what i worship wala ana abidun ma abadtum and never will i worship what you worship wala antum abiduna ma a'bud and you do not worship what i worship lakum dinukum waliya din you to your religion and me to mine very sarih very clear no? i'm not even going to mention any names why because the details thereof are being investigated by the fatwa committee at the MJC Majlis Qada Al-Islami the Muslim Judicial Council under the very capable leadership of Malata Karan and inshallah ta'ala very shortly a fatwa will be issued as to the details of that event we also not going to go into qazd in other words what were people's intentions because that is min bab al-ghaybiyat that is of the unseen until it is investigated and the intentions are known can only a fatwa be given so we're not going to talk about people's intentions we don't know what the intentions were who suggested what who agreed to what why it was agreed to how it was interpreted we leave that to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what i would like to speak about today is not just this event or an act that took place at the event and it has been confirmed it has been verified As Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us in the Holy Quran 
in ja'akum ya alladhina amanu in ja'akum fasiqun bi naba'in fatabayyanu wa fi qira'atin fatathabbatu or those of you who believe if there comes to you news and the word here is fasiq in other words a person whose adala cannot be established a person whose uprightness cannot be confirmed so if you're just hearing news from anywhere big problem today in our society Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says don't even believe it until you have first verified it let alone sent as received which i think is a musibah a calamity that has befallen this community any news that we receive sent as received sent as received sent as received that is haram in islam you first have to verify fatabayyanu in the other qira'a fatathabatu fatathabatu if you take the dots away the words look exactly the same fatabayyanu fatathabatu they are both accepted readings of the holy quran accepted readings of this verse but they are quoting somebody else but if only the quote is being heard then it might be attributed to the one who is quoting it and not to the one whom he is quoting and that's why you first actually have to listen to the whole clip before you can actually pass judgment so we're not going to even go there we're not going to be speaking about the tafsilat about the details of the event but i have confirmed and verified from a reliable source that there was an act that was included into that walima into that munasaba into that occasion an act which should never ever have been included but you know what this has been coming on for a long time this is only the culmination this is only the culmination of us as a community dabbling in the practices more so in the customs and traditions but now in the practices of other religions and let's not talk about tolerance please this has got nothing to do with tolerance we live in one of the most tolerant muslim communities in the world show me a minority anywhere else in the world that has enjoyed the relations with christians with jews with hindus we enjoy as muslims relations with hindus in this country that which the muslims and hindus do not enjoy in india so we're not talking about tolerance we've been here for 350 years plus minus more than that and how have we survived can you imagine if our forefathers had allowed such a thing what would have been left of our deen i ask you billahi alaykum what would have been left of the deen of islam so what was this act this act and i have confirmed and verified that it did take place we're not going to enter into what was the intention what was the qasd that is being investigated and that fatwa will be, will be delivered not by me i'm not a mufti but i want to speak about that act that act in the so called vedic tradition vedic coming from the word vedas 
which are the ancient Sanskrit scriptures of the Hindus. And the Hindus, as we know, believe in many gods. In actual fact, they believe in 33, I think the word is Krore. Krore, C-R-O-R-E. And the Krore equals 10 million. So 33 times 10 million gives you 330 million gods. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And one of these gods, the name of that god is Agni. I'm not speaking about Agni, the food. <laughs> that which we all lust for, Abari Brit. But Agni, A-G-N-I, is the god of fire and the god of sacrifice. And the ritual itself, practiced in Hinduism, at a Hindu marriage ceremony, the seven circuits around the fire, is taking a covenant, and in that covenant, Causing that God, the God of the fire, to witness that covenant. That is the act in itself. We're not talking about that event or what their intentions were. Allahu alam alam. Allah knows that which we do not know. But the act itself. How did an act like that get entered at a Muslim celebration that began with the recitation of the Holy Quran? And ended with the salawat on our beloved Prophet Muhammad Khair al-Anam. Salawat Rabbi How did it find its way in between? We are dabbling Jamaatul Muslimin. And we've been dabbling for a long time. Our beloved Prophet Muhammad Salawat Rabbi alayhi warns us. In a hadith on Sa'id, Abi Sa'id al-Khudri. رضي الله تبارك وتعالى قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لتتبعن السنن من كان قبلكم شبرا بشبر وذراعا بذراع حتى ولو سلكوا جحر ضب لسلكتموه وفي رواية حتى لو دخلوا جحر ضب لدخلتموه حديث بخاري nobody disputes its authenticity authentic hadith our beloved prophet sallallahu said that you will follow the ways of nation you will most certainly follow the ways of those who came before you that even if they had to take the path of the lizard into its hole you would also enter that hole and in the other riwayah, that if they had to, if they had to enter the hole, then you would also enter the hole. To that degree, you would follow them. And remember, we discussed what is the origin of tabi'ah or ittaba'ah, which is al-zil, the shadow. And we're almost doing that now, Jamaat al Muslimin. We almost like their shadow. Wherever they go, we go. Whatever they do, we do. Whatever they say, we say. 
In another hadith, an Abi Hurairah radiyallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala an qala, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, la taqoomu as-sa'a hatta ta'khudha ummati bi'akhdhi al-quruni qablaha, shibran bi-shibrin wa dhira'an bi-dhira'in. He said, the hour will not come until my ummah has taken the ways of the generations before. Now, in the first two ahadith that I made mention of, at the end, the Sahaba asked, is it the Jews and the Christians? And the Prophet says, who else? In the other riwayah, he says, is it the people of Persia and Rome? Which, at that time, Rome was still filled with many pagans. And uh, Faris, of course, Persia filled with Zoroastrians, fire worshippers. And he said, who are people other than them? The ulama, they say, that when we put all the adilla together, our beloved Prophet Muhammad is referring to all the ways of the disbelievers anywhere they might be found anywhere in the world. And this is the danger that we are now being faced with. Before we weren't faced with this danger. You know, one thing, subhanAllah, people ask me, and I was having a a nice chat with brother Ijaz and his Jamaat from England. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthen them and grant them long life in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to carry this good work wherever they go. Ameen. And I was telling him a little bit about the history of how Islam survived at the Cape. And the challenges and the obstacles that our forefathers had to overcome that we are Muslim today by the grace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That in the time of the Dutch colonial period, and yes, a private company with an army of 10,000, the Dutch East India Company, they ruled here at the Cape. And they ruled with a brutal iron fist. It was illegal to practice any other religion but the Lutheran Christian faith. And if a Muslim was caught praying in the open or calling and propagating the deen of Islam, calling to Islam or propagating Islam, they would be taken to the castle. And they would be tortured in the dungeons. And then they would be dragged by a horse. They'd be tied to a rope on the ground and dragged by a horse from the castle all the way to Gallows Hill. Where's Gallows Hill? The traffic department, yes. There used to be a hill there. When they built the traffic department, they took the hill away. But why is it called Gallows Hill? Because there lied the gallows. And they would take them from the castle. Can you imagine being dragged on the ground from the castle to Gallows Hill in Greenpoint? Then they would be crucified. Then on the cross, they would be broken from the feet up. Broken. Bone for bone. And then they would be hung to death. And through all of that, they never, ever, ever compromised on the way that we practice our deen. Now we are compromising. And that's why I say this is but a culmination. I've been seeing it coming on for a long time. And especially at our weddings. Especially at our weddings. Wallahi, it's sometimes I think to myself, are we schizophrenic? 
Muslims here at the Cape, Alhamdulillah. You know, when it comes to deen, tartib, Sallallahu say. You know, we do it to the T. When it comes to all our ibadat, mashaAllah, our qiratul Quran, we have some of the best Quran in the world. When it comes to Hajj, Allahu Akbar, it's like the whole community is going on Hajj. But then, I think the clutch is clutch. Because when it comes to entertainment, it's like all of our shame goes out the window sometimes. And all our Islamic morals and principles are compromised. There's enough light, isn't there? Inshallah. Jumatul Muslimin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Holy Quran, وَأَنَّ هَذَا صِرَاتِ مُسْتَقِيمًا فَاتَّبِعُوهُ وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا السُّبْلَ فَتَفَرَّقَ بِكُمْ عَنْ سَبِيلِ ذَلِكُمْ وَصَّاكُمْ بِي لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ This is in Surah Al-An'am, verse number 153. Please go home and read it up. Surah Al-An'am, 153. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَنَّ هَذَا صِرَاطِي مُسْتَقِيمًا And that this is my straight way. فَاتَّبِعُوا So follow it. وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا السُّبُلِ And don't follow the paths. فَتَفَرَّقَ بِكُمْ عَنْ سَبِيلِ Because it will take you off my straight path. ذَلِكُمْ وَصَّاكُمْ بِي This is what Allah has advised you with. In order that you might shield yourselves from Allah's displeasure. A beloved Prophet was sitting with a Sahaba one day and he drew a straight line in the ground. And he said, This is the straight path that calls or that leads to paradise. And then he drew a whole lot of other paths. And he said, وَهَذِهِ السُّبُلِ And he said, and these paths. عَلَى رَأْسِ كُلِّ وَاحِدٍ مِّنْهَا شَيْطَانٌ يَدْعُوا إِلَى النَّارِ And he said, and all these other paths? There is a shaytan at the head of each and every single one of them calling to the fire. There's no dabbling in Islam. Islam is a package deal. Tawheed is called Tawheed because it's pure. Suratul Ikhlas. Qul huwa Allahu ahad. Say is Allah the one and only. Allahu samad. The eternal, the absolute. Lam yalid wa lam yulad. He begat not nor is he begotten. Wa lam yukul lahu kufu wa nahad. And none can be likened unto him. Suratul Ikhlas. The chapter of purity. Because there's nothing purer than Tawheed. And that's why Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. He is the symbol of the faith of Tawheed. Nabi Ibrahim. Qul sadaqallah, say Allah has spoken the truth. Fattabi'u millata Ibrahim hanifa. And so follow the pure way of Abraham. Who's Allah speaking to? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammad is the completion and perfection of the law and the way. And we've discussed this many times. La ilaha illallah is immutable. It has never changed. 
That Tawheed has never changed. What has evolved? The law and the way. And for all of you, we've made for you a law and a way. For Nabi Nuh, for Nabi Ibrahim, for Nabi Musa, for Nabi Isa, and completed and perfected. And on this day, I've perfected your religion for you, completed my favor upon you, and chosen for you as your way of life, total submission and surrender to Allah. Completed and perfected with the law and the way given to Muhammad sallallahu and it will remain thus until إلى قيام الساعة, until the last hour. So what does Allah say about Nabi Ibrahim? مَا كَانَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ يَهُودِيًّا وَلَا نَصْرَانِيًّا وَلَكِنْ كَانَ حَنِيفًا مُسْلِمًا وَمَا كَانَ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ This is what Tawheed is. حَنِيفًا مِنَ الْحَنْفِ الْحَنْفَ هُوَ الْمَيْلِ To turn away. Because things are known by their opposites. So Nabi Ibrahim السلام, he turned away from the worship of everyone and everything besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Musliman and he submitted and surrendered totally to Allah. And all the Anbiya have been on that same minwal, have been on that same manhaj, have been on that same methodology. And Islam is perfect. Why do we want to add things and Add customs and traditions. And leading us to adding acts which the act in itself, a shirk al-akbar. The act in itself. If made with that intention, a shirk al-akbar. The greatest sin, association of partners in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But like I said in the beginning, we're not, we don't know what people's intentions were. We're not going to enter into that it's being investigated and the fatwa will be issued soon but what I want to speak about today Jamaatul Muslimin and my time is up my time is up that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this perfect deen of Islam and it's a package deal I mentioned earlier or those of you who believe, or those of you who believe, submit and surrender totally and completely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And don't follow the paths of the shaytan. You see, Jamaat al-Muslimin, we're living in a time of fitna. Our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu warned us and he said, Badiru bil a'mal fitnan ka qit'il layl al-muzlim. Yusbiha rajulu mu'zubi so ignorant of their deen, they won't be 